0: Just search for the Belmont Media Podcast Network. And now on to the talking news. Bloodthirsty Puppet Promises to Thrill by Joanna K. Zavallis. The Belmont High School Performing Arts Company has spent many after-school and weekend hours preparing for the upcoming spring musical Little Shop of Horrors. There will be four shows March 21st through the 23rd at 7 p.m. and 2 p.m. on March 23rd. Ezra Flam, the Belmont High School theater specialist, producer, and director of the Belmont High School Performing Arts Company, said he chose Little Shop of Horrors not only because it's one one of his all-time favorites, but because its flashy humorous musical flair but isn't afraid to get non-traditional, serious, creepy, or odd. This show fits the bill, he said. Scenic designer Anna Moss describes the set for Little Shop of Horrors as vibrant. She said the set crew was inspired by the 70s horror poster aesthetic and almost neon and hypersaturated tones that made them dirty to depict poor Skid Row. community where the show takes place. There are two distinct locations which were designed like a picture book with skid row as the outside cover of the book and the flower shop as the inside of the book. Choreographer Jenny Lifson described the group of 17 dancers featured in the show as particularly strong, doing complicated choreography in almost two-thirds of the big production numbers. One of the numbers incorporates Israeli-styled movements, which will catch the audience by surprise, and a creepy number with special surprise props and aerobatics. Uh, let's see, the cast. Flam said that he took a risk at choosing a show that was written for a cast of nine performers and made it work for 90 performers on stage. The positive energy and hard work of the students who committed to this year's spring musical had been a big payoff, he said. The plant, four rented plant puppets ranging in size from one foot to four by six feet, play the bloodthirsty Venus flytrap in the show. It grows throughout the show and is operated by three student puppeteers who learned learned the stagecraft. The music, the show, takes a journey from rock to doo-wop to Motown influences and musical theater influences. The composers and lyricists are responsible for the Disney titles like Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, and The Little Mermaid, which were written after the lyrics for The Little Shop of Horrors. And the music is really fun. There's some really interesting scenes and some motifs that really are significant to the American dream and the simple things people want in life and dreams that can't really be achieved but that people want so badly, said Valent- said Valentine uh, Reynolds, who plays Audrey, love interest of the main character Seymour. And now over to my colleague Claire.
1: Thanks, Bob. Cambridge resident to host a Belmont film screening. Cambridge resident Helen LeMaisterer will host a screening of the documentary The Human Race as part of her fundraising for the Boston Marathon at 1 p.m. March 30th at Studio Cinema, 376 Trapella Road, Belmont. The documentary follows six runners, all older than 50, as they each train for the Boston Marathon. At the screening, leaders of the 261 Fearless Greater Boston Club will be available to answer questions about how to get involved locally. La Maestra will run the Boston Marathon on April 15 to raise funds for 261 Fearless, Inc., a global nonprofit women's running organization. La Maestra, 43, will be running her first Boston Marathon, but her third World Marathon major after Chicago and New York. She came to the US two years ago from France as an investment director for CIC Capital, a French private equity firm, and also plans to run marathons in San Francisco and Washington, DC later this year as a way to explore the US. Running raised the bar on my dreams and goals and made me fearless to speak about them, said La Maestra. And I want all of our daughters to be fearless. Even our developed countries, they should not take this freedom to run for granted. Running has made me more self-confident, and I want that for more women around the world. As part of her involvement with 261 Fearless, Le Maistre has been in touch with the organization's club in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Established in 2015, 261 Fearless, Inc. was founded by Catherine Switzer, who, wearing bib number 261, became the first woman to officially run the Boston Marathon in 1967. In 2017, Switzer again finished the marathon to mark the 50th anniversary of her run. Almost three dozen runners will compete in Boston this year as part of 261 Fearless Team Boston, supported by Adidas in raising funds for the organization. Breaking down the barriers of geography, 261 Fearless aims to create a global community for women runners of all abilities to support, encourage, and inspire each other toward a positive sense of self and fearlessness. Already, there are more than 50 clubs on five continents. Now, over to Max.
2: Thank you, Claire. Students compete on WGBH Quiz Show. BHS is one of 16 teams from the state to compete by Joanna Cate <laughs> Belmont High School is one of the 16 teams from across Massachusetts competing on the 10th anniversary season of WGBH's High School Quiz Show. This is the sixth time BHS students ha- are contestants on the show. This year they will compete against Needham High School at 6 p.m. on Saturday, March 16th. The show can be, could be seen on Channel 2. Qualifying schools received the highest scores on an oral quiz at the Super Sunday qualifying event held in November at WGBH Studios. The students competing for Belmont are seniors Cameron Anderson, Matthew Miller, Eliana Roberts, and sophomore Tor Medelman. The alternates are sophomore Seung Jang and senior Lara Zeng. The televised single elimination bracketed academic tournament on March 16th determined who would go on to the quarterfinals to to compete for the state championship. The season will culminate with an Interstate International Invitational featuring WGBH's high school quiz show state champions competing against quiz show state champions for New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Maine for the final title. BHS captain Cameron Anderson participated for the third year in a row. He said the experience is challenging but very rewarding. BHS holds tryouts to determine who will be on the team in September. Once the team members are recruited, they meet almost every weekend to practice going through packets of questions in a number of ways, emulating the different rounds of the competition until the taping in January. Unfortunately, I can't reveal any specific information about how the taping went, but just like every year, I learned something new during a question. Anderson said, I want to thank the team. Eliana, Tor, Matthew, and alternates Young, and Lynn Lara. They all put in a tremendous amount of work to prepare, and I'm confident that the team will continue to do well after I'm gone. High School Quiz Show is endorsed by the Massachusetts Department of Elementary and Secondary Education and the Massachusetts PTA. Questions on the show are aligned with the Massachusetts high school curriculum standards in subjects that include literature, history, civics, science and math, as well as current events and general knowledge. Major funding for High School Quiz Show is provided by Safety Insurance. Over to you, Bob.
0: Thanks, Max. Tropical Diner opens doors on Trapello Road by Joanna K. Zavallis. Belmont now has another dining option for breakfast and lunch. Family-owned and operated Tropical Diner at 628 Trapella Road is now open. The selectmen approve the common victualler. Licensed for Tropical Diner on March the 4th, and they officially opened on March 6th. Tropical Diner's menu offers breakfast all day and lunch. The menu offers a wide range of traditional comfort food, such as chicken waffles, sweet potato pancakes, omelets and wraps, as well as tropical fruit smoothies, spicy chicken soup, fried pickles, and fried green tomatoes. It is open from 6:30 a.m. to 3:30 p.m. Co-owner and head chef Jonathan Perez moved to Revere from Columbia three years ago. It has always been his dream to own a restaurant. Prior to taking on this new venture, Perez worked as a cook for Cafeteria and Wichit on Newberry Street in Boston. He is uh, he is he is a partner with Maria Jones. Perez is excited about the location and plans to apply for a permit to open the takeout window and serve kid-friendly options for visitors to the Beaver Brook Reservation Park next door. The restaurant uh, replaces a string of diners that have occupied the building over the last five years. Andros Diner, Sweet Peach Diner, and most recently, Phoenix Grill. Andro's Diner held the space for many years until it was foreclosed upon in 2011 after failing to pay state and municipal taxes. The latest tenant, Sweet Peach Diner, left earlier this year after it started experiencing problems following an ownership change in 2014. And now on to Claire. Thanks,
1: Bob. Question of the week for Housing Authority candidates by Joanna K. Zavallis. There are two candidates running for the five-year Housing Authority seat in the upcoming town election April 2nd. They are newcomer Cassandra Page and incumbent Thomasina Olson. The Housing Authority has five members, four of whom are elected for overlapping five-year terms. The fifth is appointed by the state. The full-time salaried executive director supervises and coordinates the programs. According to Belmont's town website, the Belmont Housing Authority manages programs which provide housing assistance for low-income families, veterans, and the elderly. It presently manages a total of 256 units of conventional housing, which includes 100 units of veterans and family housing, 154 units of elderly and handicapped or disabled housing, and two units of housing for the development disabled. The authority also administers two Massachusetts rental vouchers, three alternative housing vouchers, 20 existing Section 8 rental assistance certificates, and 25 Section 8 housing voucher certificates. Every week, Leading up to the election, the Belmont Citizen Herald will ask Page and Olsen a question to help voters decide which candidate is the best choice. This week's question is, has a suggestion box ever been used to get feedback from residents? If so, how was the response and effectiveness of it? If not, do you think it would be a good idea? Why or why not? Thomasina Olson, we do encourage residents to send notes and comments to the office and to board members. We also invite residents as well as Belmont citizens to attend our monthly meetings. Time is set aside at each meeting for public input. The executive director and housing manager meet regularly, approximately every six weeks, with residents in each of our housing communities. We find this assists in maintaining communication within the community. Now that our new executive director has accomplished so much by meeting the more stringent requirements within the coming year, it is the BHA board's goal to commence a monthly newsletter that will provide a tear-off sheet for residents to send their thoughts into the board mailbox located in the office at Pearson Road. Cassandra Page, in December 2018, we received a letter informing tenants of the new tip line and encouraging us to implement a, quote, see something, say something policy. The policy puts emphasis on using a tip line to report other residents' fraud, lease ri- violations, etc., in an anonymous fashion, or filling out incident reports in the office. The the letter further explains that without leaving contact information, following up would be challenging. While safety and following policy is important, we all need to live here so you can see where the policy could impede a happy, healthy community. The current protocol to address maintenance concerns and offer improvement suggestions is to contact the office directly. Open work orders or attend Board meetings. I believe this is where we need to put emphasis. Encouraging healthy relationships between tenants as well as with the BHA is crucial. Creating surveys, offering educational programs, and having healthy trusting relationships could increase tenant involvement in all areas in a positive way. I would be happy to assist in the process of sending out and collecting resident feedback surveys and concerns to bring to the BHA and the board to enhance communication and validate the importance of tenant involvement. Now, over to Max.
2: Thank you, Claire. Dancing with the Local Stars by Joanna Kate and Wendy Murphy Ten local celebrities are participating in Dancing with the Belmont Stars to benefit the Belmont Women's Club the organization responsible for maintaining and restoring the 1853 William Flagg Homer House, known as Belmont's Crown Jewel Historic Home, which sits on a hill at 661 Pleasant Street. Town Administrator Patrice Garvin is one of the stars who has been taking lessons donated by Fred Astaire Dance Studios to prepare for the event, which takes place Friday, April 5th at 6 p.m. at the Beach Street Center, 266 Beach Street. Other celebrities participating include State Senator William Brownsberger, Middlesex District Attorney Marion Ryan, two time World Marathon Challenge champion Becca Pizzi, Town Clerk Ellen O'Brien, uh, Ellen O'Brien Cushman, Selectman Vice Chairman Mark Paolillo, and Council on Aging Director Nava Nivogel. Similar to the television show Dancing with the Stars, par- participating dancers will be competing to win. Judges include Jimmy Tingle, founder for Human, Humor for Humanity, Sylvia Whitney, acclaimed USO performer, and Frankie Chelli, former owner of Frankie's Fish in Belmont Center. Former radio personality and singer Candy O'Terry will be the master of ceremonies. This week, the Citizen Herald caught up with Garvin to ask her about the experience she has had preparing for the big day. What made you want to participate in Dancing with the Belmont Stars? I am always willing to help whenever anyone asks me for it. It is a good cause and important to the community. Have you taken dance lessons before? Yes and no. I took dance lessons as a teen and some as an adult. How are the lessons going so far? My instructor and I, Chris Uy, have clicked and it has been a lot of fun coming up with a dance. What's your favorite dance style? I love to watch professional ballet. How do you feel about the competition? I want to win. I'm pretty competitive, but I want everyone to have fun. Over to you, Bob. Thank you,
0: Max. Sign up for an interview with the Belmont Story Project. <clears throat> the Belmont Story Project, uh, that's BSP, is a local oral history recording project modeled after the NPR's Story Corps. This project collects the stories of the people of Belmont. The topic can have to do with raising your kids, with your work life, a funny story, whatever you decide. Whether you've lived here for six months or six decades, your story matters and would love to add your voice to the collection. It's very easy to participate. Interviews are recorded in the Kathlin Room at the Belmont Public Library. You need to make an appointment. Listen to Irving and Shirley Gerber speak with their grandson, Michael Souser, about growing up and living in Belmont for the past 70 years, and their secret to a long and happy marriage. For more information, and to schedule an interview, contact Nancy McCollum at 617-993-2870. And now over to Claire.
1: Thanks Bob. Garden Club to sponsor a lecture. Strong Tom Strangefeld will be the featured speaker for the second annual Ann Allen Memorial Lecture to be held from 7 to 9 p.m. March twenty-eight at the First Belmont Church Unitarian Universalist, 304 Concord Ave, Belmont. This presentation will show attendees some history, theory, and design of the residential landscape with examples of the good and the not so good. The goal is to help attendees design the outside of their home in the same way as they design the inside. Anne Allen was an honorary member of the Belmont Garden Club who gave the use of her greenhouse and her horticultural expertise to the club and to many other civic groups. This lecture series was founded by a grant from Allen's family to the Belmont Garden Club. Other memorial gifts and donations have allowed the lectures to continue as a free event. Now over to Max.
2: Thanks, Claire. Council on Aging Events. Fuel Assistance. For information or to make an appointment, contact Dana Levitt at 617-993-2977 free tax preparation with aarp tax aid free tax preparation began on february 4th the preparers will be at the beach street center on mondays and fridays from february 4th through april 12th this program is for low and moderate income taxpayers preparers cannot prepare complicated returns involving such items as rental income cancellation of mortgage debt depreciation moving expenses, extensive investment transactions, and casualty losses, to name a few. General assistance, such as answering questions, will be provided to anyone regardless of income level. Assistance is offered free of charge. Preparers cannot accept payments, but you are welcome to show your gratitude by making a donation to the Council on Aging. Tax preparation is by appointment only. Call 617 993 2970 to schedule. We will send you a list of documents you will need to bring. Back to you, Bob.
0: Along with my colleagues Claire and Max, we thank you for listening to the Talking News and hope you've enjoyed the show. We will return in 2 weeks for another edition of local news happenings around Belmont